0: Welcome back to another episode of Two Average
1: Husbands. I am your host Jake, and I'm your host Kyle. Welcome back, everybody. I'm gonna drink this episode. It's been a few episodes, so we'll see how this goes. But on that note, Jake, what are you drinking this week? Before I introduce my <laughs> first beer, I'm gonna do my too, nope, too late. There my fun asked. fact of the week,
0: <laughs> which has to do with beer. Oh, okay. All right. Did you know? That Barack Obama brewed his own beer while in the White House.
1: I did know that, actually, yes. I don't he think he's it. the only one that's done that, either.
0: He is not, but because mm. of the uprising of breweries across the country, he wanted to do it as a way, basically, to tell people to try brewing their own beer.
1: Hmm.
0: Per himself, in an interview. Per, per the link that I me. read, because I didn't watch the interview. But, huh. Barack Obama brewed his own beer in the Patrick White House.
1: Obama. If what he did
0: not brew, though, was this lovely Ice Ice Party, for, uh, which is a grape slushy-style sour from Drecker Brewing,
1: which, Welcome as me, many
0: people may know, is probably my favorite brewery in the entire world. And if I lived in Fargo, North Dakota, I would go bankrupt at this place.
1: Um, I see the Flight Bottle Shop that you have. That I see their posts on Instagram, and some of their stuff looks really fucking good.
0: Everything that they get is... <laughs> like. That's why I was telling Kyle before the podcast. He he hasn't drank since the last time he was on the podcast because he was sick. Um, but I was there on Sunday, and it's like you literally just pick whatever you want, and it's good. You just even if you don't like the style of beer, you just get it, and it's probably good because the people who are who like own the place, ironically enough, used to work at the one of the schools that I used to work at. They're the the like head of aviation the head of the aviation department at the school is the owner of Flight Bottle Shop. So, already kind of knew him from that. Didn't even know he owned the place when I started going there. But, him and him and his neighbor started this place. All four people, all different beer tastes, but everything they bring in is delicious. It's awesome.
1: There's a couple places that are kind of like that, but most of them aren't like bottle shops around me. It's just like places that have shit on tap, which is fine, for the most part.
0: But anyway. What are you drinking, Kyle? Uh,
1: I have one beer that's been sitting in my fridge that's been begging to be drank i thought i had two i only had one and then i have something of carly's that i'm gonna drink second but i'm gonna start off with and i'm really to be honest their packaging makes me not want this beer which is kind of (laughs) sad good it's just like it's so boring
0: sometimes that's needed though not everything has to be a great label
1: i don't know but anyway i'm gonna have a jackrabbit brewing company chocolate oatmeal stout as my first That sounds good it sounds good and i actually really do like oatmeal stouts um so i don't know why i'm just like not looking forward to this specifically uh hopefully it's good and then my next one is going to be not a good mix with this Did packaging really is like huge it it's really huge. is
0: and that's i mean that's one thing i do like about Drecker. like <clears throat> these cans are sick like look at that look at the yeah, level of detail that is job. on this yeah. label and and the, this company pumps out beers like they always have new stuff and yeah. everything that they do is good Like it's so rare to find a brewery in my opinion that pumps out new things as quickly as they do and do them that well
1: Well, yeah All right, Jake uh, We've introduced beers You've done your fun fact that means it is time for your first topic.
0: It is And I tried to start this fight on Twitter today, and it did not go in my favor So we're just gonna shit talk things because I feel like arguing today. I don't know why. I had a really good day. I need some controversy to stir it up, make it a little more fun. Okay. Um, Uncle Kyle, this is not the one you sent me a picture of, but I did have that beer on Sunday at flight. It was pretty good. Jess ended up stealing it from me because she liked it more than I did, though. But... I tried to start a fight. I think Titanic is one of the most overrated movies of all time. I think you it's, do think
1: that we've I talked think it's about terrible. This before. I
0: think it's not a good movie in any way, shape, or form. So, Kyle, mm-hmm. I'm going to give us a, a few different series, things, topics. Dave, this is my regular room. You just have not watched the podcast in a few weeks, so this is where we go now.
1: You've been absent recently, Dave.
0: You have, unfortunately, or fortunately, maybe you needed the time to yourself, and that's okay.
1: Just time away from us, and I but, take that personally.
0: Um, so, I'm going to give us a few different things, and we're going to name. Our most overrated thing in that category, or just something that we do not like in that category. All right, we're going to start with movies. I think Titanic is the most overrated movie of all time. What do you think is the most overrated movie of all time?
1: Okay, um, shoot, man, I'd almost have to like look at like what are like the top rated movies of all time to see if I think like one of them is like by far like the most overrated in my opinion. Um, I got you. Uh, Don't worry. I'm. I'm blanking on the name of the movie. It's uh and I'm sure Carly and other people will be un- like mad at me for saying it, but there's one of those like um Nicholas Sparks or whatever movies. What's like one of the, the most famous? Uh, notebook. A Notebook. Yeah. That movie is so fucking overrated.
0: You take that fucking back right now. And
1: I know like that's probably going to irritate some people, but I just I'm not really into that type of movie, so like if I think the storyline's th- like decent for for what it's worth for like that genre, but it's just not for me. So yeah, I, I that think that sense. is relatively overrated.
0: Um, so if we go through the top-rated <laughs> movies on IMDb of all time, it Let me goes, pull it
1: up. That way you don't have to, like, read it out loud. Oh.
0: Well, just so the people know, I'll read it anyway. The <laughs> yeah. Shawshank Redemption, The Godfather, Dark Knight, Godfather 2, 12 Angry Men, Schindler's List, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Pulp Fiction, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring... It does surprise me a little bit that Return of the, good, the, the bad King and is so and much
1: movie. higher than... I guess it's not if I think time,
0: really. like if I think I haven't watched him in a long time. That's what I need to do. Jess has never seen him. So I need to make her watch them and rewatch them to reform this opinion. I remember liking the second one more, but I also think I like the third one more than I like the second the one. The third than one is like,
1: one. uh, I think there's the most like if you take away like some of the more well-known like helms deep and stuff like that from the other movies i think the most like act like concentrated action of like consistent shit happening in, in any of those movies is probably return of the king because the rest of them like a lot of it's not like action per se it's more story so i think if you're like really into the action piece then you might not like it as much um Dude, I love all of these movies that are in the top. At least the I ones know. I've seen. This,
0: like, IMDb's hard because these are all... Like, I think
1: these are pretty well rated,
0: yeah. If I have to scroll down to a movie that I have seen that I think is overrated... um, I don't think Gladiator should be in like the top 40 movies of all time. Gladiator's I think pretty that's good. pretty fair. It's good, but I don't think it's a top 40 movie of all time. Carly says Top Gun. I don't... She hates Top Gun. I don't totally disagree with her i don't i don't hate it but i don't like i don't ever want to rewatch top gun
1: i do no that's the least shocking thing i've ever heard you say good and like so carly saw top gun maverick before she saw top gun which i think is part of the problem that could be part of the problem so now she like goes back and sees it and she's just like this sucks and i'm like yeah but like you have to like put it in perspective like the time that that came out and everything like that so okay i've got mine And it took me until 91 to figure Mm. out the movie that I think is most overrated on this list. So that's saying something. Damn, I didn't know Top Gun Maverick, Speak of the Devil is in the top 100 of all time already. That's pretty impressive. Anyway, at number 91, my brother one time told me that I needed to watch this movie. And I was like, all right, I'll buy in. I'll watch this movie. What is it? And then I watched it. And it took me like... Holding my fucking eyes open basically to finish this movie because I just it did not connect with me whatsoever. And that is 2001 A Space Odyssey. Not for me. It's a 1968 movie. I think maybe I just didn't get it. Maybe I was like, I didn't connect with it enough and I need to watch it again. But for right now, that is the first one on this list that I'm like, this shouldn't be here. But everybody loves that movie. I just don't get it.
0: I haven't watched it in long enough to form a valid opinion on it, so I'll stay quiet here and just move us on to the next topic. Okay. What do you think is the most overrated musical artist of all time? Um, I have a very strong take on this one, too.
1: Yeah. <sighs> okay. It's weird because, like, I think I've adapted my music taste to, like, be more accommodating towards some artists now than I used to be, per- like, probably, because... Um, like, I didn't used to, like, rap at all, right? So, like, some of those, like, artists that are, like, huge, I used to think were, like, some of the most overrated of all time. Like, I remember being in high school and, like, really, really getting fucking sick of the fact that everybody was into, like, Lil Wayne. Because I was like, I don't fucking get it. And, like, the older I've gotten, the more I've gotten into that type of music. And so, like, I understand it more now. But, I, like, when I was in high school, I probably would have said that. I probably would have said, like, Lil Wayne might be the most overrated person of all time. I don't say that anymore, but I would have then.
0: Yeah.
1: Now it might be... Taylor Swift. People aren't going to like that either. Uh, that
0: That's hotter than mine, I think.
1: I'm not a Swifty, so... Um,
0: Carly also doesn't know where I am, by the way. She's also confused by the backdrop. <laughs> so thanks for telling me you guys
1: tune in regularly. Appreciate the love. I understand the talent that she has. And, like, singer-songwriter does, like does a lot of her own shit. Like, I get it. I understand why people like Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. But I listen to that music, and I'm like, stop. (laughs) Just turn it off. So, uh, yeah, that's probably mine.
0: For me, it's the Beatles. I just, I can't get into the music. That did pop into my
1: brain. um, But it's not because I think, like, them as a whole. Well, okay, there are certain songs of theirs that I actually really do enjoy, and I think belong in, like, the discography of, like, putting them into that tier of, like, of all time. Mm -hmm. But I think as a whole, there are plenty of their songs that I'm just like, no, I'm not into this. So I don't totally disagree with you, but like if I never heard a Beatles song again, Metallica, I like Metallica. I think they might be one of the most overrated of all time Mm. because Metallica is fine, right? (laughs) Like, I think there are so many bands out there that are just so much better than Metallica. Like when I hear Enter Sandman for the fucking eight millionth time. Okay, yeah. Because if that's the only one that Metallica knows. Death, and I'm just it's like, not the only one they know. How do people still play this fucking song? You know, I just, I don't know. Rolling Stones, I've never been a big fan of. Dave, uh, the
0: Rolling Stones do clear the Beatles. That's not even.
1: Rolling Stones are good.
0: Not even a controversial take for me. That that one's just pretty clear. Yeah. What's your most overrated restaurant? Mm mind Mine you go subway. first on this one subway okay yeah dude i, I don't think like subway you know I, I like subway people like i like people get mad about the 5 foot long not causing 5 foot long and my question is always why are you at subway <laughs> yeah. you could <can> pick anything <laughs> to eat go yeah. to the, go to jewel go to a fucking <sighs> your local grocery store with a deli just grab the stale 25 cent piece of bread and ask for just like three random cuts of meat and some cheese and it's better than subway
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Uncle Kyle, you're no stop it. Could, couldn't couldn't even do it the favor of spelling it
0: right. Um, Subway used to be my road trip meal. It is Jess's road trip meal. I'm a McDonald's boy, but Yuck. Jess Jess will pretty much always get Subway.
1: Uncle Kyle, you just oh, I might just have to ban you from the chat. <laughs> Chick fil A is so. Mons, good. can we time him out? <laughs> and are are we the are we those people? We're the mods. We... We're the Mons. Oh, okay, all right. It's just us. Yeah, no, I don't know, dude. I'm not. <clears throat> this is a tough one because the things that pop into my brain right away are like seafood places because I hate seafood. That's the only reason, though, right? Like, I think Long John Silver's is super overrated. Or maybe it used to be. I guess it's not as popular anymore. Or like Red Lobster. I fucking hate Red Lobster. Uh,
0: but I don't eat seafood. So that's that's tough for me. I'm actually going to change my answer. No, I'm going to make it a separate thing. I'm going to call Subway fast food. So most overrated fast food, you would say, probably <sighs> Long John Silver's. McDonald's. McDonald's. Well, I think McDonald's is fair. If, like if yeah. I'm being even if I, if I'm being objective, <clears throat> it's a fair answer. I can't even though I love McDonald's, I can't get mad at it. Most overrated sit-down restaurant, Olive Garden.
1: Olive Garden uh, is trash. Okay. I can't believe you didn't say the one that you probably should have said here, and I might steal it from you just in a second, and then you're going to be like, oh, I should have said that. But Olive Garden, I I have to agree with you as an Olive Garden fan. Uh, And there's only a few things that I really like there, but especially because the older I swear that we get, the worse that place gets. Thank you. Yet people still are really into it. Like Carly and I used to be able to go there and we'd get, I can't remember if it was like the equivalent of like a, um, that's exactly Uncle Kyle, what I was going to say. And I can't believe Jake didn't say it, but I'll talk about it in a second. I don't think think, people rate that highly though. Some people do, but I think that uh, Olive Garden used to have like, It was essentially like the you pick two of like Applebee's or whatever, where you could get like a pretty good deal if you got two like two entrees or whatever. Like, and I think it was lunchtime maybe or whatever. But like Carly and I used to be able to get like both could get like chicken alfredo, which is like mighty mediocre there, but it's pretty decent, you know. We could get that, Mm. and then they started like progressively like taking away options. Yeah. Oh, it was like build your own pasta. That's what it was. But we would always just make chicken alfredo. The only thing that they ever did that
0: I will respect them for is they did like the um, like order one take one thing where you can oh, get yeah, the entree yeah. and then it, yeah. it would give you an order of it to take home sure. too. Yeah. Like
1: that was pretty cool. You got double the food
0: for one for the price of one.
1: Yeah. But no, so they, they made it so like chicken cost extra and then they took away certain types of noodles and then they took yeah. away certain types of sauce and it was just like, what are you fucking doing? It's like, all right, just tell me I can get like a double order of spaghetti next time. Yeah. Cause but I am a big fan eat. of Olive Garden Zupa. So I have a special place in my heart for Olive Garden, but Applebee's like is their probably like CD. the worst. I like their baked CD and I like their <clears throat> breadsticks. And Carly might have thread. to like chime in in the chat because I'm sure there's a place that I like complain about. And I'm like, how do people like this? And I'm just, it's just not popping into my head right away. Next,
0: uh, what is the most overrated television show of all time? Um,
1: my Friends.
0: Gonna, it is Friends. Yeah, probably my, Friends. To answer differently from you, my number two most overrated show of all time. Is South Park okay I'll buy it's just that not I mean, like it used to be funny the and then Simpsons like, I prefer the Simpsons to South Park I prefer Family Guy to the Simpsons I, I think prefer Guy guys is my Morty favorite but
1: that's because I liked Family Guy that like I connect the most with that from like growing up like I watched yeah. South Park growing up but I think at the time like I didn't get the jokes yeah I like thought it was funny because they made like fart jokes or, like yeah it's and like the crude when I was a humor. kid but I didn't understand like the political nature of South Park or like any of those cartoons for yeah. uh, for what it's worth. And now I appreciate them all a little bit more for that. Like I still enjoy watching right. South Park. I could get some really good fucking laughs out of that. I still like Family Guy and like rewatching that shit makes it even funnier for me now. Uncle Kyle, you're wrong. The Office is a good show. The Office is great. Um one that I like devil's advocate with myself on this because it was very highly rated, I think at least at the time, maybe not so much anymore, but it's I think one of the most watched series of all time again I could just be saying like made up statistics here but how I met your mother might be one of the most overrated series of all time
0: yeah I I really enjoy how I met your mother but I do think people overhype it like I it just shouldn't remember be remember the five hype for that when
1: it was like airing yeah I was like dude I remember like walking into my roommate's room at the time because I was in college when it was airing like the later seasons or whatever and I walked into his room and he's watching it. I was like how do you watch a show where they never leave the bar because they're just always there. I mean, like, there's a couple, like, I've seen the show cheers. now, and I did like the story eventually, but um Letterkenny's not trash. Carly, I, although the new season's not great. I haven't so, watched it yet. Don't spoil it for
0: me, I but won't. Letterkenny is not trash.
1: Neither is The Office. Letterkenny's good. It, it's There's a personality that goes with certain types of television shows, yeah, you, Letterkenny's one of those ones where if you don't get it, you are so out on it that it's not yeah, even funny, and I totally true. understand that opinion as well um but I, I am one of the people that enjoy Kenny. i think it's fucking hilarious so
0: last up quick one most overrated entree of all time pasta and thread any I pasta dish pick uh, something better you can do it i promise
1: most overrated entree my mind always goes to seafood but i don't like it and i know that's not like anybody else's fault that's just me not liking it so I don't like to use that as an example of anything like that chicken is probably it Carly's probably right like just like yeah chicken in general chicken breast because chicken sucks
0: chicken thighs are really good
1: chicken sucks chicken thighs are really good I'll stick to that it's just so fucking boring yeah but you can trick up chicken as much as you want and it's never gonna be good as a steak like and you don't even like steak so you're right and chicken is just bad, especially if you get like a grisly fucking like full attendant chicken, like it's just gross. Get better chicken, I don't know. It does always surprise me, and I don't understand how this works, that when I go to a restaurant and get chicken, it doesn't matter how cur- like well I cook my chicken at home because I've tried like, you know, thermometering it, like getting it to the perfect temperature. It doesn't matter how well I do of cooking the chicken, it's never as good as like a restaurant chicken breast. Somehow, they're like, their quality, which is funny to me, because some of these places have, like, shit-quality chicken, I'm sure. Like, if you we went to Applebee's and got a chicken breast, like the quality of that is probably dog shit. And yet somehow it's, like, more tender and better than mine. I don't know.
0: I'm going to need a culinary school to sponsor <clears throat> uh, to sponsor us down now, uh, because Kyle is proving the value of culinary school.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I definitely appreciate people that can cook, because I sure as shit can't. Like, I am a dog shit cook. Um, I
0: think it's fine.
1: I overcook everything, because I'm, a, like, paranoid of, like, Food, I'm the opposite foodborne illness. I'm like, give me the food poisoning. I don't Ugh. care. Steak is the only thing that I now as an adult will eat under well, you know, like a fully cooked temperature. Under burnt. Yeah. Uh
0: that all right. Be... Yeah. The brining process definitely does help. That makes sense.
1: Um yeah, okay. That's all good. Right. That's it. It's topic Got number one. To Fight
0: that. with us in the comments. Let us know how much you hate our takes. That's what we're here for. Kyle, you're up.
1: Yep, 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 yep. Okay, I've made a whole list of things when I was sitting there, so I'm gonna start off with the one that uh, I think Carly wanted to hear the most, or she suggested this one to me, and I'm supposed to credit something that I refuse to credit that starts with a T and ends with a K, and I'm not gonna give them the credit that they want, and that she wants me to give them. Um, so, <clears throat> Jake. Yeah, what's up? I want you to draw a comparison in your life <clears throat> okay. to something biblical. And that thing is Jesus invites people to dine with him or however that fucking shit goes because I'm not religious and he gives them the body of Christ and it's bread and he gives them the blood of Christ and it's wine. What is your body of Jake and blood of Jake if you had to serve somebody it? Ooh, but it has to like fit to the type of person that you are.
0: That's a good question.
1: It's pretty good. It's hard to think about, though, because it's like, you can't just be like, like, I like pizza, so I'm pizza. It has to be who you are, not what you like.
0: I think what most accurately represents me in terms of food would be chicken. (laughs) Because I can be very, very boring. You can spice me up, though. I can have a good time. You can get creative with me. I can be a little spicy, be a little tangy, be a little sharp, be a little mushy, be a little overcooked, <laughs> but I'm consistent. I'm always there. I'm always on time.
1: I if don't you think need chicken's consistent.
0: Chicken is very consistent. <laughs> you know what you're getting with chicken.
1: Yeah, never, like kinda.
0: If you get a steak at a restaurant, right? Yeah. If they give you an unseasoned, partially cooked steak, it tastes like ass. But if no matter how a much partially cooked
1: you... under-seasoned chicken breast, it doesn't taste do
0: shitty. <laughs> they never undercooked chicken in a restaurant. Rarely. it's <laughs> so rarely. not true. I've never gotten undercooked chicken in a I restaurant. I have. Yeah, I have definitely. I definitely haven't. Dude, but
1: so we used to be able to get like, uh, I had a job uh, when I was working in Florida. We would get, uh, they'd do like Chick-fil-A runs in the morning sometimes. and you could, It was like Fridays. You could get like a Chick-fil-A sandwich, and they would just like buy a whole bag of them. One time we mm-hmm. got like fully undercooked Chick-fil-A sandwiches. That's it impressive. was fucking gross. I love it. And I don't think imagine being the first
0: actually. guy to bite into it. Yeah, um, disgusting. But yeah, I think chicken is a very accurate representation <clears throat> of me. Also, like I, own, I really mostly eat meat. I eat a lot of chicken. But also, <clears throat> like if you go to a restaurant and get a chicken sandwich, you know what you're going to get. It's very rare that a chicken sandwich is that different from if you get like a grilled chicken breast on a sandwich. It's very rare that it's different restaurant to restaurant. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's very consistent. I don't agree with you, but
1: I understand what you're going for here. Yeah,
0: you get the point I'm trying to make, even if you disagree. But I would say that <clears throat> chicken is probably the most accurate bread of Jake reference I can make.
1: Okay. I had to, I kept it in the carb category, and that's be, nice. Muted burp number one. Um, no,
0: it's so, like muted burp number
1: nine. I missed the first few. So Carly and I, she brought this topic up, and I was like, man, that's kind of hard for me to figure out. Like, uh, And so I have to, all again, credit her, because she's the one that said this um but she uh she goes i can't remember what she said first she said something and i was like nah and then she goes you know what you're like you're like a tortilla chip <laughs> and i was like i thought about it for a second and i was like you know what you're right i am like a tortilla chip i'm a fucking tortilla chip because not only am i relatively plain but i'm also pretty salty <laughs> And I can get really grumpy and like you know you just you have so really your...
0: you're a saltine cracker
1: no no mm. no I'm not I'm not quite that level you break down pretty boring. easily I don't think that's true I'm a I'm a How? tortilla chip Jake <laughs> and so kind of like you said with chicken right I might be boring and bland and grumpy but at the same time you dip me in salsa Once a month, and there's a little party. You know what I mean? You hit the Mexican restaurant, you get the tortilla chip with the salsa once a month, and things get a little better, right? So um, I have my moments, right? You know, infrequent, but when you have the moment, it's a good moment. So I like it. Tortilla chip. Plus, every once in a while, you can get the hint of lime or the hint of jalapeno or those uh, fucking queso tostinos that came out shit those were fucking good. So like you get your intermittent moments here and there with a little bit of variety, but for the most part I'm just a bland, salty, consistent. I like it. That's good. Yeah, I mean we're we're saying the same thing here, right? We're
0: we're using different vessels, Tortilla but we're chip. the same thing. Um if we go over to the blood, um it's probably energy drinks. Okay. Um, not for not for everybody, but the mm-hmm. people who like That's them good, love them. Yeah. Sometimes you know you can get them super sweet. You can get the zero calorie ones So sometimes they're a little bit healthy a little bit less sweet Sometimes you drink one you're like god this sucks Sometimes you meet me and you're like god this guy fucking sucks (laughs) Sometimes you you have one you're like friend for life. This is my go-to my 101 And that's where I'm at and I have a crippling addiction to energy drinks, and I've been suffering because I'm trying to break it but I, I magically buy a couple every time I go to the store for the next day.
1: You know who I think would be like, represented most by energy drinks? I think it would be people that do MLMs. Because there's constantly new gimmicks for energy drinks coming out. Not there's always really. the new fucking... We we do this. We give you wings. We do this. We're an energy sub. You know, like there's always that new little gimmick with an energy drink, and some of them are good, some of them are bad, right? But it doesn't matter because every time a new one comes out, it's gimmicky at first. Like they have to come out with some niche way to enter the so market. Let me argue mm. that
0: instead of energy drinks, I think what you're looking at is sports drinks. Your Gatorade, your Powerade, your Prime, which is Logan Paul's brand. Every company mm. that's ever done one of those, it's the same thing it's yeah. flavored water with salt in it. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing every time but you yeah. buy into the hype. I think that's a better recommend better
1: description
0: uh, of MLMs. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh Uncle Kyle said but uh energy drink actually He said pork work. chop
0: and a Coke Zero, but an energy drink does work.
1: Yeah. Uh Uncle Kyle I'd like to hear your your reasoning behind the, oh. the pork chop and the Coke Zero, but
0: Uh, I get what he's saying with the energy drink,
1: as opposed. I think as opposed to an MLM scheme,
0: because MLMs don't work. I totally get what he's saying, but
1: it's just like that resonates with me to connect those two. I like (laughs) it. It's not. It's not the worst thing you've ever compared. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's a good. That's a compliment. I think. That's Um, basically go to line. So, Carly and I are sitting there, and I said, "Well, what's my blood? You know." And she goes, this one was easier. And I kind of just agreed with her right off the bat. None. The blood of me, if I was going to serve it to you today, is Michelob Ultra. Yep.
0: Knew that was coming. Michelob from a Ultra mile runs away. through the veins.
1: You know what I mean? It already exists there. So I might as well just make it true. Uh, again, kind of boring. But also. But. Delicious, consistent. Consistent. Never misses. It will eventually. Someday you're gonna have a good time with it. You might have to drink a lot of it to get there, but you're gonna have a good time. I have never had a skunked out Michelob Ultra in my entire
0: life. Tap, off, I don't know that from I have the either. tap, bottle, can, does not matter. Never had a bad one. I've had plenty of, Miller yeah. Lite, it's the best beer. If it's the right temperature, it's the worst beer if it's the wrong temperature. Hmm. Bud Light, meh. Gross. Bush Light, <laughs> meh. Coors Light, meh. Everything else, kinda of meh. But Michelob
1: Ultras, are always doing a good job they're always what you need them to be they're hard-working man they're working for you they're blue-collar I'm just fucking grinding away there's a reason trying to keep it light you know there's a reason that golfers love themselves
0: a little mick ultra (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it's consistent unlike their golf game yeah they're looking for some consistency when they get to the course cuz Lord knows it's not their swing
1: yeah maybe maybe you just need a couple of those to hang out with me maybe that's why it's my thing but either way it's in the blood it's mick ultra for me consistent delicious crisp fresh probably none of those things are describing me but at the same time you'll have only control.
0: 95 calories
1: <laughs> and only 95 calories uh, okay uncle kyle says pork chop because he's been a plain fat guy his whole life <laughs> jesus Oh, uh, and coke zero because it's what you end up drunk as a what what because it's what What'd you, you end, end up drinking up drunk as a lifetime fat kid lol gotcha connecting the dots now uh, yeah. okay you do drink right. a lot of Cokes here if you grew up fat like I did that's the that's the truth I'm not a soda person never have been I wonder what Carly's would be I bet hers is she's gonna like this if I try to figure it out for her I was actually gonna ask you what Carly's <clears throat> was so this is okay a- I think Carly's has to be her blood she might not like this would be dr. pepper Not because she likes Dr. Pepper, but because she's creative. Dr. Pepper might be one of the most unique sodas on the market. Facts. Delicious. She's delicious. (laughs) Colorful. (gasps) Vibrant. Creative. If I didn't already say that, did I say that first? I think so. Anyway, that's Carly's, Carly's blood. You'll go out of your way for a good Dr. Pepper. You will. You will go out of your way. And for me, if I
0: ever wanted to hang out with Carly, I literally would have to go out my, my way because that's you true. guys live
1: across the country. That is true. It's like a nice little reward. You go to the fridge, get yourself a Dr. Pepper. It's just sweet, delicious. Nice little, nice little d I don't even like soda. Ah, uh, that's a good one. I don't one. know what her food would be, though. Jess would
0: definitely be a bottle of red wine. Mm. It, she fits the wine kind of to a T. Fermented. Sometimes good, sometimes
1: bad. <laughs> <laughs> can't let it go too long oh man once no, it's open sh- shit oh yeah okay once it's open okay getting better with age love you honey yeah yeah i'm just
0: saying and then for food hers would definitely be like i'm trying oh, hers is a food her stuff a little bit harder
1: food is harder i don't know if i have an answer for that right now Oh, I got about one. it. I'll Oh, I've got
0: the perfect one for Jess, a bagel. Okay. <laughs> if you have a plain bagel, you have you still have a good bagel, right? Assuming it's a good bagel. It's, that is true. If Jess doesn't do like if Jess just has a chill night, just a chill day with Jess, it's a good time. But if you start to get the, you know, Asiago, cinnamon crisp, you get a little chocolate chip bagel, blueberry, get some nice mm-hmm. cream cheese, you can spice up the day with Jess, and you still have a great time. It doesn't matter what you're doing with Jess. If Jess is around, it's good. Much like a bagel, cream cheese by itself is not very good. But if you have cream cheese and a bagel, that's true. it's good. So even if you're doing something you don't like to do with Jess, <laughs> it's a good
1: time. Oh man, I don't know. This is a tough one.
0: Carly said, a lemon drop because I'm sour, then sweet and colorful.
1: That makes yeah. sense. Is the colorful when you throw it up <laughs> I don't know I don't know that a lemon drop is like colorful that's not what I think of when I think of a lemon drop maybe when it's, well. well I'm thinking of lemon drop shots too not the candy so that's different I guess um all right give me a minute I'll think on the food all right I'm gonna pause there for now on that. rate your beer uh okay five scale Five scale, five scale, five scale, two. We can not do the five scale and just
0: put it on the app as a five scale. Hmm. 3.0. It's 3. pretty 10? decent. It's not bad. Mine is a, a three. See, this is where the four point or the, the scale gets hard. I'll go four. I'll go four. I wish I could do like 4.1 because I would give this an eight two, but it's very good. Really no complaints, you would even like it. Can't tell it's sour. Okay. If you like grape, you would like that.
1: All right, okay, all right, all right, okay.
0: Next up for me, by Drecker again. I got plenty of these Drecker beers. I gotta start getting the ones out of here so I can get new ones to put in there. It is their Brains, Brains. series, and it is black cherry, blackberry, cherry, and plum, and it is a double fruit smoothie sour. Double fruit
1: smoothie. Double fruit smoothie, double fruit smoothie. boom, boom, boom.
0: The gimmicks in the beer, because they call out their, their flavorings as gimmicks, because they know it's gimmicky beer. Blackberry, more blackberry. Cherry, more cherry. Plum, can you guess the next one? More plum, mm-hmm. sea salt, lactose, vanilla.
1: Okay. That doesn't sound like something that I would enjoy at all, to be honest with you. This is one of you.
0: those. Gotta give it a little swirl.
1: That doesn't sound good to me at all. This is. I'm only halfway done with this delicious. beer, by the, so I'm not gonna move on to my next one yet, but Jake, what's your second topic? So, Kyle, I think this this one's a little more serious. All right. Serious. I'm
0: ready. Tonight, before I go to bed, I'm going to take anti anxiety meds for the first time in 10 years. Are you? Yep. Okay. Do you think
1: that I need to be medicated from what you know of me? No, I I don't. But I, I. Dude, okay, okay, this is an interesting conversation, actually, I think this is a good topic, because it's like, when it comes to things like anxiety, or depression, or anything else, right, like, um, I think people, first of all, like, I think people talk about it more, which is good. Um, but I also think it's like, the invisible thing, uh, I don't know how to describe, like, I think it's been described this way before, I'm just thinking of, not the words aren't coming to my brain right now, but it's like, uh, I, I don't want to say it's like the invisible killer or anything like that, right? Like that might be depressing. It's an invisible guess, illness, you, you know. It's but something it's, you don't see <clears throat> unless someone talks about it. You might not notice it, right? right? Or if if you're if you're not very very familiar with somebody, then it, it's hard to notice. Uh, you know the uh, outward symptoms of this sometimes. And for me, even like with people that I do know, like I don't I don't see it. Like I know people that suffer some, from some pretty intense anxiety, and like I don't see it until I hear like, uh, Carly, for example, will point out like certain aspects about some, somebody that's like having this issue and, and I'm like, Oh shit, I see that now. Like, I understand how that is a reaction to severe anxiety. You know what I mean? Like things that I just wouldn't necessarily, uh, perceive it that way. So it's, it's difficult for, maybe not for everybody. For me, it's, it's hard to see the outward symptoms of that. So, Mm -hmm. um, so my answer to you is no, but that's because like, I don't see, and and maybe this is a product of just like the relationship that you and I have together where like maybe you're not that anxious around me. I don't know. But either way, it's like, and I think that's probably true of some people, but um, I don't really see that personally. And that's why I wanted to bring it Mm. up because it is something that people don't
0: often see in others. Um, You know, we we hear all the time like when something tragic does happen, people are always like, how did I not see the signs? And it's like, Mm -hmm. you can't.
1: Yeah, You really can't. Nobody
0: for the most part, unless you have anxiety and you know what to look for, most people would probably have no clue that I have anxiety. I have anxiety in a couple, it manifests in a few different ways. Um, For me, uh, going into new social situations where I don't know what my, like if I go to a new place with people I don't know, I get very anxious. Like, not crippling anxious, but like, I draw back. Or I do the opposite and I put on like this extra boastful persona, which is why everybody, if you are like, all of Jess's friends did not like me when she met me because I like put on a front yeah. to meet them that was yeah. like, oh, uh, look it's at me. Mechanism, yeah. I'm here. You're me now. Um, But like also it I'll draw back in a lot of ways and then my anxiety doesn't really manifest as much during the day But it really manifests at night. So like Mm -hmm. I have a really hard time going to sleep I have a really hard time staying asleep because my mind is constantly racing Mm -hmm. and It's affecting my life just because I don't sleep well, like I can sleep eight hours Never straight. I'm never sleeping eight hours straight in my life. Probably have never done it once like (laughs) like really like I (laughs) Just have it. Yeah. Yeah. I've never gotten a good night's sleep. Every time I wake up, it takes me an hour to wake up because I didn't sleep well the night before. Like throughout the day, I'm tired. Like my physical, like no matter how hard I work out, like I never get like the endorphin high that people talk about just because my body doesn't have any, like it's out of endorphins. It's been stressing for the last day. Like <laughs> if I have something to look forward to, like the thing I was telling you about before the podcast that's coming up this week, uh, huh. I will not go to sleep tonight. Well, because I'm going to be thinking about that. Yeah, sure. And there's no way I can stop that. Like, just the thoughts keep you up at night. Yeah. My doctor was like, shout out to him because I always thought you had to go to like a a random person for like not a random person. I shouldn't say that. You have to go to like a specialist to get treatment for any type of thing like that. I guess m- medicines in- evolved since I was sixteen, which was the last time I was on something like this. Yeah, I'm and sure that's I true. I just went to my primary care physician. He was like, "How are you sleeping?" I was like, "Not good, doc." Not good. I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you. And he's like, "Okay, let's let's explore that a little bit." And yeah. we just kind of like talked it through. And he's like, "I know you didn't. Ha- I didn't have a good experience previously with the pill that I'm going to be taking. Sure, but also I was sixteen. They give the same one. Yeah,
1: hmm. I was kind of sixteen
0: on a much higher hmm. dose." Yeah. than I should have been on. So blame my first doctor for that. I'm on like a quarter of okay. what was originally prescribed to yeah. me 10 year, 12 years ago, actually. And he's like, if it doesn't work, give it three weeks. Three weeks, it'll be in your system. If you hate it, if it's not working for you, we reassess, we go a different route, yeah. we find a new plan of action for you. And for me, it was incredibly... Relieving to hear that my doctor cared about that. And like, even he he gave me the option. He was like, if you don't want to do it again, if you absolutely do not want to, go to something else. But I want you to know that I have a tremendous amount of success and my patients have a tremendous amount of success with this pill at this dose. Okay. And so I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah. I know my brain works differently now than it did when I was 16. Which makes sense, yeah. So yeah. I'm medicated, I'm gonna be medicated yet. I'm not medicated yet. But, I'm gonna be medicated. Is it a good
1: idea to have that after you've been drinking on the podcast?
0: Didn't tell me not to.
1: (laughs) The first time he takes it, just like have a terrible reaction because you've been drinking.
0: No, they they said it, I'm on, so I'm on like a half dose even of the already small dose for the first four (laughs) days and then I jump up to the normal dose from there. Hmm. But, they didn't tell me, he, I, I'm very honest with my doctor. They said, yeah. do you drink? I said,
1: yeah. Every week,
0: at least once a week, maybe two, sometimes yeah. four. I don't know. Things get weird. He was like, do you do anything else? I was like, I eat some things sometimes that I buy from a special store. And he was like, okay. And I was like, yeah. do I need to watch out for anything? He's like, yeah,
1: okay. probably fine. That's okay. interesting. Yeah. Works for me.
0: So <clears throat> yeah. I'll report back. You guys will see next week if I uh, have any similar reaction to the way I yeah. had last week. I'll have no emotion on the non next week's podcast. But
1: mm. it does surprise me cuz like I don't know if your your drug specifically or whatever categorizes it as an SSRI, but um I actually don't know. I think people that have those types of medicine if you have a bad reaction to it and a lot of this is me speaking from like ignorance and just like you know, vague recollection of certain things that i've heard so take that with a grain of salt but like if you have a bad reaction to one of those i feel like in in from what from what i've heard that it's not like the dose per se maybe i mean maybe it is but it's like you might just have a bad reaction to that type of medication but that doesn't mean like a medication won't work for you but these are like you know they're like um like enzyme altering drugs right so and I don't even know if that's the right word. I feel like I'm like probably going to say some stupid shit when I'm trying to talk about this. But it's like you know you're you're manipulating the chemical balance of your brain, right? At the end of the day, and when you're trying to do things like that, like not everybody's going to respond the same. So I think it is a little strange to me to hear that your doctor's going to you know try to put you back on the same one. But like you said, maybe it was a dosage thing.
0: <clears throat> it is an SSRI. Um, per clinical studies of this, the effectiveness
1: it does vary based on dosage. So oh, okay. Well, I mean, effectiveness, sure, but I'm thinking more side effects, right? Some people take those and have just, like, extreme reactions, like, not good, you know? I'm going to Google this now. We're going to send myself down a rabbit hole. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, like, yeah, I have, like, people in my family that uh, I think, uh, you know, there's, like, some people that suffer from depression and some people that have, like, some severe, like, crowd anxiety and stuff like that, and it's, like... A, I don't think any of them really talk about it, to be honest with you, unless they've been drinking, then they might like, you know, spill some, some opinions about it. But, uh, so there's like the, there's like some, some what of a taboo that still exists about talking about those things for specifically like older generations, I think. Um, but these people like on a daily basis, you probably wouldn't know what's happening behind the scenes for them. So it's good to try to like, with your doctor about things that you're experiencing and try to deal with those types of things, Mm -hmm. because most people, even when you know someone really well, you might not ever know that they're they're suffering from those issues. Exactly.
0: Um, So I found a meta-analysis from the National Library of Medicine. Um, This this SSRI, uh, the side effects do tend to show up higher in higher dosages, um, but the dosage that I'm on is actually half of the traditional recommended range. So the range is typically mm. up to, f- the recommended range is 50 to 100 milligrams. I'm on okay. 25. Okay. And I'm starting out on 12 and a half. Mm. So I'm sure that's gotta that's have nice something to with it. nice. Because like, I looked back you know. at my like chart, I don't know if you guys have that out there, but for our um, medical uh, grouping, the medical uh, organization mm. that we use, we, it's called MyChart. You can mm. basically look up all your past test results, yeah. notes from every time you've ever gone to the doctor with them, that kind of thing. Um, and, and so I went and looked back at my old dose and it was hundred milligrams is what mm. I was originally prescribed so, like, and I was at the max end of the,
1: yeah. They, they end. just said, fuck it. Give this 16 year old kid the highest dose yeah, like, of SSRIs that we can. That might be, I mean, truly this might be a product of the fact that like. Doctors are smarter now. They just didn't, they didn't care. I don't want to say that they didn't care. I just feel like there was like a lot of ignorance on the topic in previous generations of people. And like, you know, you have like a 60, 70, 80 year old doctor that's like, ah, you've got depression bullshit, just fucking suck it up, you know, that kind of like mentality. And it's like, I think they just didn't understand for a long time, you know, people that have these types of um, chemical imbalances, for lack of a better way to put it. And it's, I think the medical standard for dealing with these types of issues is probably better now than when you were 16. If I had 100 percent, you're talking about over a decade now, right? So in 10 years, the the medicine for this has to have gotten
0: Even just like the, how different, you know, physicians and everything handle like anything related to mental illness. Like Mm -hmm. I went to a therapist when I was 16 who basically just said, you're going through puberty so you're hormonal. Yeah. That's why you're having these issues. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, but like there also could be something wrong with me. Yeah. And he like would not even consider that to be a thing. And it threw me off, yeah. like it it put me off of therapy for so long because of how negative that experience was. And that's detrimental for a lot of people too. Like yeah. other people with way more severe, like I I wouldn't classify my issues as severe in any way, shape or form anymore. But, <laughs> um, like if somebody was having like really severe depression, anxiety, whatever, like an, an experience like that could like
1: really fuck you up. Yeah, I uh, I think it'd be good to have like the girls on sometime <clears throat> and talk about like, revisit this topic essentially because a lot of, I think they're like for, for women, the experience a lot of the time ends up being like a doctor just going like, that's just a, a woman problem or yeah. whatever. You know, and they like try to connect it to like, you know, uh, hormones surrounding like menstrual cycles and stuff like that. And they're just right. like real cunty about it. And they're like, you're fucking just you're just having your period you know you're not depressed and like just really fucking dumb shit like that yeah exactly and so i think women probably experience a lot more adversity when it comes to getting help for these types of things than, than men do i could be totally wrong uh but from some of the stories that i think i've heard from women that are going to try to seek treatment about uh these types of issues or whatever it's it's um they experience a different type of adversity like in a doctor's office than men do Mm -hmm. for sure and it's like 100% I I think it'd be interesting to have that perspective on the podcast as well sometime um but I don't want to try to speak for them by any stretch of the imagination so it it would be interesting to bring them on and have that conversation I'll get them on same thing with like you know um uh like birth control and stuff like that it's like trying to find something that doesn't just completely destroy the chemical balance in your brain. Cause they do, they have like, there's their hormone, a lot of them are hormone based drugs uh, and they can completely just fuck you up. So yeah. it's like, oh man, I, I feel for women in the adversity that they have to go to, uh, to try to deal with, you know, the different types of opinions and uh, assumptions when they go to the, like a doctor's office that men just don't have to deal with. Yeah, 100%.
0: May <laughs> is mental health awareness month. So maybe we'll bring them on in May.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a good time. Good time Lines to do up. It. But yeah, that's my topic. And everybody now knows that I'm going on an SSRI. So you
1: are indeed. No shame.
0: None at all. If you guys need help, get help. It's what it's here for. It's what it's there for.
1: All right, you all right. went serious, so I'm going to try to go light. Because I, like um, I have a mixture of things that I came up with today. Uh, so... How much time do we have 12 minutes this will probably take that much time okay <clears throat> i am not what i would define as a spiritual person i don't really think that that's a it's interesting because i'm this will come to a point eventually but it's interesting because a lot of the uh there's like things that I like different like sort of like i wouldn't even call them like mental health trainings or anything like that but there are like Trainings about like developing yourself as a whole person that I have to go through at work all the time. And one of like the aspects of you as a human, a lot of the times they refer to as spirituality. And like and they try to disconnect that word from religion a lot. Like even if some people are spiritually like driven by religion, they try to disconnect those two things and like make spirituality like its own thing. Yeah. And even when they do that, I'm like, I'm not a spiritual person. Like I don't that vocabulary doesn't really exist for me mentally. Like I just don't I don't think that's a thing for me. Um, and sometimes the way that they define it makes it seem that- anyway, my point of this is I don't believe in this thing that I'm about to bring up, but theoretically, right. If I were to believe in reincarnation, it's interesting to think about what would you like to be reincarnated as if that was a real thing? A so question. I gave you a long preface to this to basically say that I don't believe in reincarnation. So theoretically, if you were to be able to do that in a next life, or what, however you'd interpret that, what would you come back as? It's a really good question.
0: I have thought about this before, and my answer changes frequently. Yeah. I think I would want to be reincarnated as another person. Okay. Just why? <laughs> because the way I view life, the meaning of life to me. It's experience. It's being able to experience things and being able to understand what those experiences are. And not to like dumb down the intellect of an animal, but like, I don't think they understand things the same way that we do. Hmm. Like, their consciousness is very different than ours. I think that's kind of accepted for a lot of species of animals
1: anyway. Yeah. But like. Some more than others, yeah.
0: And there's just a certain level of autonomy that humans have that <laughs>
1: animals do not. <laughs> Uncle Kyle's at a dollar bill. Respect it. <laughs> I don't, you're always going to be. The, I think I know what he's going to. I'm going to ask you why, and you can type it out, but I think I know what you're going to say. I do too. Um,
0: but yeah, I think. There's a certain level of autonomy that you get as a human um, and and a certain level of control over your life that you have as a human that you don't necessarily have if you're an animal. Mm. And there's a level of fear that animals probably go through and that's why animals typically are more reactive in a lot of situations. Um, But I think it'd be cool to live a different life too. Like if I got reincarnated as a female, if I got reincarnated as A guy, but a guy with different talents than I have. If I got reincarnated as someone who was gender fluid and I got to experience a lot of different parts of of both sides.
1: Is is your baseline assumption in this that you would have like you'd remember everything from your previous life or not? Okay. I I do believe if reincarnation is a thing that there is
0: going to be some level of remembrance of a past life. I don't even remember my own life. I do. Anyways. (laughs) Um But yeah, I feel like even just to have your consciousness continue, even if it just like ends and then starts again as a new person, Yeah. like I think there's some level of like, even now, I don't remember not existing. Well sure, yeah. And if I'm a dog, like cool, I probably don't also remember that I didn't exist, but I'm also a dog. Like I could have a person who treats me, I could have uh, an owner who treats me like shit and beats me and chains me up outside in the cold like I see some horrible shit with animals getting just abused and abused. And not to say that it doesn't happen with humans. I was gonna say <laughs> it definitely happens with humans, but like I feel like as a human you have more control over what happens in your life, and you can make a lot more happen in your life and experience a lot more in eighty years of human life than you can in twelve years of dog life or twenty-five years of horse life or so insert lifespan of said animal.
1: Um what if, because it's totally outside the bounds of your control, right? Like, this is what you'd want to be, not necessarily what would be for you, right? So, like, say you're reincarnated as a human, but it's the exact same human every time with just a different physical appearance, right? Like, you are white male, blue eyes with a bun on your head, but just slightly different physical attributes in every single, (laughs) like, you're just reliving the same life, essentially, you know, over and over and over again, and that's, like your human experience you know what i mean like it never changes because you're not you're not getting like a breadth of experience is basically what i'm driving at you're just having the same essential like you're always in the midwest you're you know what i mean like yeah what if nothing ever changed you're just re- reincarnated in this cycle of, of i like never changing i mean i w- i'm just ha- planning to play the devil's advocate to that being your desire right like so yeah Cause you can experience anything you want from any different perspective and you would choose to do the human perspective again. So I'm just trying to kind of poke at that a little bit.
0: I would, yeah. Animals (sighs) get eaten. People really don't.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, um,
0: (laughs) I said really, um, (laughs) don't really, it really don't. Um, but yeah, I think I would like pick humanity again because I like Mm. being a human and I think that's really what it boils down to. And like, I could like being a lot of things, but I know I like being a human. And my anxiety kicks in and I want to play it a little safe and pick something that I know okay if I were to be reincarnated as an animal though I would want to be a tortoise I feel like they live really chill lives yeah or like a psychedelic toad assuming I could get (laughs) Get licked myself (laughs) no just high off myself if I could be if I imagine in my brain that psychedelic toads are just tripping 24 7 okay like if that was my experience that'd be pretty fun but I'd also yeah. like to be a tortoise that lives to be like 200 years old. That'd be pretty cool.
1: I do re- uh, respect the fact that Uncle Kyle went for like an object as opposed to like a life. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, um, It's a different perspective on the on the question, right? Like of yeah. how would you want to be reincarnated? And most people would assume that's tailored to like a life and not inanimate <laughs> object X. Uh, <laughs> Cause yeah, that, that, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, he did say, imagine seeing the cycle of life of what different people will do for money and to see how much or how little that means to them. So yeah, um Damn, that's a good answer. Uncle Kyle's thought of this before. As a dollar bill instead of like a hundred dollar bill, your experience would probably be vastly different if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah, I might go hundred dollar. Uh, well, I, I would probably I'll go, go hundred dollar bill, to be honest. I'll me. go for a twenty. Um uh maybe make it a fifty, you know? Different lifestyles. Okay, anyway, um all right, for me, I think it would be and this is a tough one to kind of drive at, too, but I think uh, you said tortoise. I'm going to say sea turtle, which is what I've been thinking. Pretty and close. that's because I don't want to um, I don't think that I'd want to do anything again on land, right? Because I've kind of like seen the earth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like the the physical aspect, land based, air breathing aspect of this uh, already. And so even though I wouldn't like remember it, I think it'd be like vastly different to experience your entire life underwater. True. You know, for the most part underwater. I pick a sea turtle because I think turtles are cool. But, uh, you know, you could, you know, name X thing that's underwater that lives for a really long time. Like it could be a manta ray or, you know, whatever. There's like plenty of different things that I think would be neat. But just to be something that's reincarnated into the uh, subsurface level of the planet Earth and experience uh, that because a vast percentage of the earth is actually water and most people, if you don't scuba dive or snorkel or anything like that, you never experience that at all. Yeah. And so there's a whole different like aspect to life that exists outside of the eyes or study of most humans. So I think it'd be, it'd have to be something oceanic for me to be able to see that different, completely different biosphere, if you will. Yeah. The ocean scares me, though. But I think that's the right word. Anyway, the ocean doesn't scare me. The ocean has scary things in it, but I think there are just as many scary things on land, you just don't think about it. Like, but that's getting, that's what getting scares eaten me. by a shark is probably, I'm not I'd have to look at the that. statistics, would be- it's so unlikely. It's like being afraid of being eaten by a lion. You know what I mean? Like it's just probably not going to happen.
0: But what's scary to me about the ocean is how much I
1: don't know. How much do you know about the jungle? You know what I mean? Like if you
0: dropped me in a jungle, I could figure it out. If you dropped me in the ocean, that's
1: true. (laughs) I would have
0: a I would have a significantly higher chance of survival if you dropped me in a jungle.
1: That's true for literally everybody on this planet. Yeah that's why i'd pick a jungle but that's because of your human like needs yeah like because of the like that's why the your ocean chances of survival me. of in the ocean are so much lower than if you were anywhere on land probably i think that's and that might not be 100 percent accurate statistic but i feel like it's probably true because it's much harder for you to find food there's not drinkable water like all of those different things like are aspects of the ocean that that don't connect with humans but i'm just saying like you don't have those fears if you're reincarnated as something that exists within that environment. Like they're all salt water or, or fresh water you know obviously depending on I'm talking ocean specifically so salt water creatures that don't have to worry about drinking water right like that's not what they're worried about they're not worried about breathing air for the most part so um, yeah you don't have those same like anxieties and fears in the ocean that you would as a human. True. They go away. That being said, you also probably don't want to be something like so low on the food chain, like you don't want to be yeah. like a I literally googled best Seals. predators
0: on earth <laughs> to see if I could pick something on there. If if we're just talking like pure fun experience of some like of like a new like mm-hmm. incarnation of myself, I'd probably go for like a Komodo dragon. I feel like that'd be pretty sick.
1: I feel like any lizard would might might actually be really fucking boring.
0: I don't know man
1: they don't really do anything if but if a human was put into
0: being a lizard lizard people they take over the government and this is the conspiracy series theory segment but of the podcast you wouldn't know anything yeah.
1: about being a human uh, no I think um, oh no then let me fine for I'd me it's got to be I'd, underwater I'd be, or above the earth right so like I need to falcon. be flying right or swimming yeah fuck that komodo dragon I want to be a falcon I think being a bird would be pretty fucking legit. Yeah. If I was gonna have to pick something that's like very insignificant, I would be a fly. I would probably go with a squirrel. Squirrel would be pretty tight. Squirrel would be pretty fun, I feel like. Dude, I've always really liked the, you know, you think about things as like, I wish I could be a fly on the wall in that room, you know? So I wanna actually be the fly. (laughs) But then you don't understand what's going on still because you're... In but your... I have to be able to understand language. I'm a fly, but this is very specific I can't do anything with my knowledge, but I understand. But I know. I know what's going yeah. on. I just forget it in half a second. It's fine. Uncle Kyle also said eagle. His would be the bald variety. Very American of him. Uh, saw some bald eagles the other day. Uh,
0: I was pretty surprised by it.
1: They are... I just saw something recently on the internet that said bald eagles' population has recovered like to the point where it's like... Almost not endangered anymore. They might not be. I don't know. I'd have to look at what like where they fit on that scale now. But uh, some, the dude that posted it like posted a picture of his like porch, and he lives mm. somewhere like where it was like in the woods, basically. And he had like five bald eagles on his like like balcony <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. It's like shit. I pro- so, now that I think about it, though, this isn't the first time I've seen bald eagles in the last year. I've seen them like four or five different times. It's more common probably in your area than mine. I don't I don't think I have probably. someone out here. But anyway. They have been protected a lot, Uncle Kyle, yes. That was intentional. Bringing them back from endangered was intentional, for sure. This has been another episode of Two Average Husbands. If you wanna talk about who you'd wanna be reincarnated as, or any sort of mental health topic, or any of the other things that we talked about in this episode, feel free to reach out to us. at our our normal locations of Number 2 AVG Husbands on Twitter and Instagram. You can hit us in the DMs on either of those if you so choose or just tweet us or whatever. Uh, You can find us streamed live if you're watching right now. You're probably doing so on YouTube. We are also on Twitter and then you can find us on Twitch. But if you want to comment live and chat with us as we're uh, discussing things, uh, offering topics or whatever, you can do that on YouTube and Twitch. You can't do it on Twitter right now and you can also join us in the Two Average Husbands Discord channel, which is very underutilized. It is a great place to be able to do this chat real time with us. And we are in there, I promise, I'm in there right now. So if you wanna to talk to us, you can do that there. Jake, you can follow at Perry underscore FF, uh, and I don't have social media at all anymore other than the Two advertisements accounts, which I do monitor. So I think that covers everything other than you can also, if you want, the best way to do this podcast with us is video, like I have no, no doubts about that. But if you're a listener to podcasts and you like to listen to the things that we talk about, you can also do that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, blah, 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 blah. All of those places were all over the place. So that's all I have to say. Jake, what's up? Kyle covered most of it, as always. <clears throat> Kyle never got
0: into a second beer, so I'm going to ask for your first Sheet, rating. I did. Or you did rate your beer. I did. Yep, You did. I'm going to rate my second beer. This one was better. 4.25. This was delicious. That's why I love this brewery. They don't go wrong.
1: That's pretty Kyle good.
0: covered pretty much everything. We are available on every major site. If you want to see us drink anything, let us know or send it to us. We'll get you addresses or a PO box or something. If you want to send us something, <laughs> we don't check have out a the link. box? <laughs> check it. We don't. We don't. We definitely don't have a PO box. I just said that for the memes. Um, check out the link tree in the description. You find that on everywhere that this podcast is available, except for YouTube. I never update our YouTube description. It's not that I think about it. We I also need to update the, the link. That. Yeah, we should update. We're the eligible link. for that. We are. Oh, Um, check out the link tree. Everything is in there. If you guys like craft beer, sign up through our Tavor link to send us some free credit so we can get some free beer. Um, If you buy beer, we get beer. I get beer, but I'm going to share it with Kyle because I'm a nice (laughs) person. But thank you for tuning in. We will see you all in next week's episode. And as always, don't forget to tell somebody that you love them. Peace.